Welcome to Inside Games, the only gaming news show brave enough to simultaneously dunk on and defend Cyberpunk 2077. Hey, it's a great game, damn it. But we need the clicks. People on YouTube hate Cyberpunk, so here we go. Yeah, Cyberpunk, so great. We all love it. So great, apparently, that CD Projekt's stock price has fallen to just a quarter of what it was before Cyberpunk 2077 released. Mm. Nothing says quality like investors abandoning your company. Mm. Uh, there's really no way to spin the drop in stock price as anything but a response to the botched release of Cyberpunk 2077. But what? does a drop in stock price actually mean for CD Projekt and its banner franchises, The Witcher and, of course, Cyberpunk? Mmm. Yes, much to consider. And for that, we go to the Inside Games Head of Consideration, Charlotte Avery. Charlotte, how are things going in the head department? Wait, what? I haven't had any complaints yet, uh, all things considered. Poland Business Insider covered the protracted drop in CD Projekt stock price on the Warsaw Stock Exchange last week, followed by a paraphrased English translation by PC Gamer. The article notes that in late 2020, CD Projekt's market valuation hit 40 billion PLN, or Polish... Sloty. Sloty? It's now less than 10 billion. However you pronounce it, there's a quarter of it. That's a harsh fall for a company that was once the highest valued games company in all of Europe, even beating out Ubisoft at its peak. Now it's not even the highest valued game company in Poland. Business Insider figures that the title now goes to Dying Light 2 developer Techland. Great game. Uh, right now, CD Projekt stock is trading at the same level it was back in 2017, so the launch of Cyberpunk 2077 shaped five years worth of value growth off the company as a whole. Oh boy, oh boy, that's a, that's a kick to the kielbasa, you know what I'm saying? Because those are Polish, everybody. You get it? We imagine this is a sting to CD Projekt's Polish pride, but... What does a dropping stock price actually mean for CD Projekt Red? Here in games media, it's only natural to treat stock prices like a, you know, like a high scoreboard. Uh, and to some extent, that's literally what they are. It's a representation of the market's perception of a company's health and money-making potential. Potential is the operative word there, and in that respect, it makes sense that CD Projekt's stock would drop following the launch of Cyberpunk 2077. They did their big release, made all their money, and they don't have another big release on deck, so it'll be a while before another flood of money rolls in. Cyberpunk sales weren't really that disappointing either. The game sold 13.7 million units in 2020 alone, which was only the month it was out, uh, and has since hit 18 million as of April 2022. To be honest, this drop is way bigger than a post-launch slump. That happens sometimes. Just case in point, Nintendo's stock was going up and up and up until they basically said, this is as many switches as we can possibly make. And then it went down real hard because they weren't going to make more money. The market had figured out how much money they were going to make. And they've gone on to like set records every month with Switch sales. That doesn't matter. It's all about growth when it comes to stock price. That said, this drop is way, way more severe than a typical post-launch slump. So the market clearly understood the hype behind Cyberpunk 2077. Usually that's kind of stuff that's priced into a stock price. Uh, and Justice clearly saw CD Projekt's history-making whiff of a game launch. Uh, CD Projekt then announced a corporate restructure in 2021, and we have yet to see any major releases since, so who really knows what CD Projekt's money-making potential is now? Yeah, investors are probably wondering, kind of like I think the rest of us are, if CD Projekt still has the juice, still has the fire to release blockbusters like Cyberpunk 2077 or The Witcher 3. Now, to be clear, we're saying blockbusters in terms of sales, not in quality, just in case that had you scrambling for the comment section, but... Charlotte's already banging it out. There she goes. They have announced another Witcher project, but who knows how much talent left the company after living through the uh, cyberpunk launch. Mm. Ooh, we'll see. A negative event like that tends to scare off developers. 
and makes it hard to rehire any vacated positions. Yeah, which may have led to them using uh, Unreal Engine 5 for the next Witcher game rather than their internal Red Engine. Like, everyone's already yelling at us. Everybody's being really mean to CD Projekt. Nobody wants to work here and learn a customized uh, game engine written in Polish. So let's just switch to Unreal. Maybe we can actually hire back up to make these games good. Let's hope. Uh, time will tell if that's enough to convince seasoned developers to move to Poland, though. <clears throat> yeah, but a falling stock price has more implications than just market perception. And I know Charlotte knows them all. I do, off the top of my head. It pisses off your investors. If they get upset enough, they could call a vote to change members of the board of directors, which could jeopardize the positions of CD Projekt's C-suite executives. We haven't heard any rumblings, though, about that in the investor calls we've listened to. Most investors ask questions about the day-to-day -day operations of the company and the ripple effects from Cyberpunk's launch. A dropping stock price could also open CD Projekt up to a hostile takeover, or a situation where another company quietly buys up bulks of stocks and convinces other voting blocks to replace current corporate leadership with their people instead. Just watch Succession. Uh, that would be awfully dramatic. Not to mention a video game industry first, as far as we can remember, the closest example to that is Vivendi's attempt to take over Ubisoft back in 2018 by acquiring a 27.3% stake in the company through stocks. Ubisoft eventually negotiated the buyback of all those shares for more than double what Vivendi originally paid for them. CD Projekt President Adam Kaczynski addressed this topic directly, but briefly, in an interview with Polish economic newspaper, ooh, I looked this up last time we sourced them, Brezchez Polta. Back in November, uh, saying CD Projekt's Articles of Association contain specific provisions to, quote, significantly hinder hostile takeovers. That's pretty neat. Kaczynski also said that CD Projekt is not looking to be acquired or even for investors right now. And even if another company wanted to swoop in and buy them, the same factors that make CD Projekt not the hottest investment on the block right now also make it an unattractive acquisition. <laughs> uh, for 10 billion Polish Lotti or just over 2 billion US dollars, you'd get a company on the tail end of a reorganization after a rocky launch that's at least a few years away from shipping anything that'll bring in significant money. As far as we can tell, and, and who knows where the valuations of companies are actually hidden, but as far as we can tell from the outside, the crown jewel of acquiring CD Projekt would be the complete IP rights to The Witcher which CD Projekt still retains after renegotiating a deal with original series author Andrzej Sapowski, uh, which was really fun. He talked a lot of shit about, about the bad deal he got with that. Uh, CD Projekt also owns and operates the good old game store, which, you know, acquiring a whole operating store is pretty cool, but that division actually posted a 4.8 million PLN loss in Q3 2021. Uh, so it's hasn't been profitable in the past, may not be the best acquisition right now. Not to mention CD Projekt has been acquiring other developers, specifically the Boston-based Molasses Flood and Vancouver-based Digital Scapes, since renamed to CD Projekt Red Vancouver. Really put their heads together on that one. They also surprise launched a standalone Gwent expansion called Rogue Mage earlier this month, suggesting that the company intends to plug its revenue gaps with smaller games from acquired studios between its AAA releases. From our perspective, CD Projekt is unlikely likely to be acquired or the target of a hostile takeover, which means their stock price will just probably languish until the company can wow audiences and the market with their next big project. If they do. Another E3 moment, and those stocks shooting right up. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. They're gonna try to remanufacture that, and it's gonna be interesting to see what that looks like. We'll see what, what celebrities get trotted around, and that is the big question, really. Like we said before, we have no idea how much talent left the company after Cyberpunk's launch. It's actually pretty normal for a company to lose a chunk of its developers after a project ships. Just 
it's kind of part of a weird cycle. But a launch like that, yeah, it just sends everyone scattering quickly. They could be in a position similar to BioWare. Uh, it's been over three years since their last big release, and all we've seen are small teases for the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect games, which themselves were announced in 2018 and 2020, respectively. Uh, by normal development timelines, BioWare should be shipping something either this year or next. There's not many months left in 2022, so we'll see. Yeah, I everybody's hoping, but it's been a long time. Presumably because the teams got gutted and had to get rehired, so. Anthem, everybody, Anthem. May, that's kind of the parallel, yeah. Who knows if Cyberpunk is, is the Anthem for CD Projekt or whatever. So yeah, CD Projekt is kind of in the timeout box uh, from both markets and consumers until either see a reason to take them out. But what do you think about all this? If they show, let's say CD Projekt shows just a dynamite gameplay demo for Cyberpunk 2077 expansion, next E3 or whatever, Who's the coolest person that could possibly be in it? Um, Cooler than Keanu Reeves? There are not many. Actually, I'll, I'll ask a real quick question uh, go around the room here. Charlotte, are you going to buy the next CD Projekt Red game or, or has Cyberpunk made you second guess real quick? I have a terrible brain worm that I can't help but buy most AAA releases. <laughs> if they're even slightly in my wheelhouse. It's not a matter of how much I'll play them. It's just that I have the disposable income and the career justification. So yeah. Probably. And, you know, when I get hurt, my brain just patches that over with, you know, chillax over the holes. And I don't really remember how much it's done. Oh, defense mechanisms. I love them. Uh, absolutely. I I mean, I, I genuinely enjoyed 2077, but I got to play it on a PC. I'm really excited to play it for, you know, the reasons that are basically in the script. I want to see the finished product and see if creatively it's aligned with what was in 2077 or if it's starting to deviate or change or whatever. It'll be interesting to see. I'm curious to see how the makeup of that team changes and how that reflects back through the game design or the game content. Uh, I'm also really interested to see the breadth of it because CD Projekt has established a reputation of shipping very, very large and substantial game expansions. So if anyone complained about the lack of content in 2077, theoretically an expansion could more than make up for that or at least give people the impression that they're getting a big value for the $30 or whatever it's going to cost. So those are the things I'm curious about. And they're taking a lot of time, like a lot more time than they did with Witcher 3. So there ought to be some cool stuff in there. Uh, who knows? Or maybe everyone that knows Red Engine has quit, and now no one knows how to make anything anymore. Well, we've got some patrons that would never, ever organize a hostile takeover of our show, even though they do pay for the show. Andrew Countryman, Mark Fletcher, Dylan Hiley, Jacob, and Eddie the Dog, thank you very much. You know what? I also got a few patrons that'll never leave us high and dry. Dragon Jetpack Society, Jonathan Lonowski, Brown Sugar, Colin Cochran, Kyle Abbott, and Mason Hoover, thank you very much. Uh, Charlotte, are you organizing a hostile takeover? Be honest. You gotta tell me. It's like, oh, it's like if I'm a cop. <laughs> like, you have to tell me if I ask. <laughs> it's not a capital H hostile. It's a hostile takeover. Like, we're, you know, backpacking teens in Europe. Stay. All right. That's all right. I'm fine with that. Mm.